JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. This is Vito. Well, she works at 17. All right, so uh, welcome. This is episode 17 of the 619 Bearcast. Yes. And uh, I'm here. This is JP, and Brian is here. Say hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. <laughs> He's the one singing. And Justin. And we, we have, have special, special guest, guest, Hadrian. A first timer. First timer. And you get to be a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> and Remember uh, how that felt. So very, That very was a long ago. time ago. Oh, my God, yeah. So we should, we should we tell who our guest is? Well, we said Hadrian. Did we did? Oh, okay. We said Hadrian. Oh, okay. Hadrian. Uh, Dave is here. out. Dave Hello. is out this week. He's uh, feeling sick. And Vito is in Dallas enjoying the King Tut at it. King Tut at it? King Tut exhibit. The King Tut exhibit. And it seems to be having some fun. So That was at the same museum we went to when we were at TBRU, right? Yes. That was a very good museum. That was a good museum. Was that was exhibit good. there when you guys were no. there? No. No. It's touring. You don't expect good museums in Texas. You keep thinking, you know, nothing yeah. existed before 2,000 years ago. Oh, that's so. Hadrian who's talking right now, just so you yes. know. Yes. I'm Hadrian, by the yes. way. Yes. But uh, you, I, you think that too much creationism in Texas, you know, if it didn't exi- uh-huh. it existed before Jesus, it didn't exist. They have a lot of really cool <laughs> fine art true. stuff over there because they have a really neat sculpture, sculpture garden right by yeah. the museum. And that museum... It's beautifully put together. I mean, the inside. I mean, I was taking pictures of just the architecture yeah, because it, looked, it was so yeah. cool. From the pictures yeah. I yeah. saw. I got some great pictures on my yeah. uh, Flickr from that, too. Yeah, as backwards as you think Texas might be, there are, like, pockets of peace yeah. and understanding. Well, I, it just, yeah. you well know, the bigger cities, aren't, yeah. I've heard, aren't that bad. It's, like, cool. cool. And so really, even, even Christians cool. made decent art, you know. I mean, Handel's <laughs> Messiah is not exactly a slouchy piece of music. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sistine Chapel, you know, isn't too horrible yeah. to look at. Oh. Yeah, except the guy who painted it was a total... Of course, the guy know. who painted it didn't really believe in any of that shit, but... No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it was financed by the church, that's not... Um, so, cool, yeah, so we have Hadrian here, and um, we're going to talk about stuff. Today, stop tonight. Um, awesome. Weekends. I'll start with mine because mine was boring. I was sick. Yay! So, yay! It's going around. It is clearly because Dave is so, down. And too. Dave is out today. Was it like Dallas, a flu so. kind of thing, or was it just a general pestilence? It was just a head cold and uh-huh. chest cold, but it came on real quick and it left quick, which is good. But it, um, you know, snots and cough. And, yeah, know, yay. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, JP? What'd you do? Uh, it involves sex because you can't talk about it. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> How can I frame my sexual exploits? Like, uh, wait oh, a minute, what that's right. We had uh, we had Roblet's uh, party on Friday. I heard Roblet's party was off the hizzle. I saw pictures and I was very. Well, you were there, right, Adrian? Yeah, I was there. Was, yeah, I got, I got a little drunk. Yes, I heard I that remember. was the general sort of theme yes. of the night. Well, our friend, our friend Roblet graduated. He's a nurse, uh, right. he, oh. and uh, so a lot of people showed up in um, scrubs and stuff. Sorry. And it was at a place. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they dressed up. Yeah, serving right. scrubs, and it was at a place where they usually serve uh, just beer and wine. They have a beer and wine license, but because it was a private party, they were allowed to serve cocktails. But these people don't normally serve cocktails, so they were serving extremely strong ones. And they and had, like, we had a, a drink too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And drink the ice luge. Luge. Yeah, was awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. 
Yeah, I, you know, and I heard that there was like some sex in and some making out. I missed that. The bathroom way in the back got a little. Oh, frisky. I always just assume that there's oh. sex in whenever there's a bunch of. Oh, did you hear them? together. The bathroom way in the back got a little frisky. Apparently, I didn't see anything. Oh yeah, well we won't get into. I saw, I saw knees. We won't floor. get into specifics there, <laughs> uh, but uh, we will leave it. <laughs> no, we're not going to say go no. We definitely don't play that <laughs> no, game. No, 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 no. 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 We definitely don't play that game. So, um, well, good. It yeah. sounds like it was an amazing. It was party. a fun party. It was a fun party. I yeah. I was. I went to Palm Springs um, to uh, go yeah, visit yeah. Uh, Cliff, who I went and saw. You know, like a month ago. Good guy. Good cat. And we had a good time. It was raining and kind of dreary, so we just basically like watched movies. Um, what did we watch? We watched uh, Sorted Lives, which I the first time I saw that, I was under the influence of things, and so I don't really remember it a lot. But um, <laughs> and it could have been anything. It could have been Red Vines. So don't come to conclusions. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we watched that, and uh, he had never seen Across the Universe, so I played that for him. Uh, I still haven't which seen it. Like. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Dude, you should come over. We'll it. watch it. I have it on Blu-ray. It's totally. good, good shit. Um, and what else? We watched one other movie, and I can't think of what it was. Oh yeah. Well, crap. Oh, <laughs> Go. He had never seen Go. Uh, oh, yeah. I love Go. Great movie. Which Go yeah. is a good movie. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. So, um, and I watched New Battlestar Galactica, which made my nipples hard. Oh my god. It's so good. <laughs> it's so. Good. It's like a flashlight I have for to your ca- soul. I have to catch up so much. <laughs> so I need, to, I need to start spending the weekends just watching Battlestar. Uh, so it is the best show. It's delicious. It really is. It's on Hulu. You can watch it I all. Have on, them all. Oh, oh full episodes, all really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I'll how I watch it. I have I have a, a subscription on Hulu for it, and so it just pops up on my well, play JP, on we can watch media them together. Server. That's true. Because Don has them. All, my roommate has them all on DVD. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, oh, so you're still, you're not even to the now. You're still no, I'm oh, way I'm behind. Way, I'm, way behind. I'm on, ep- uh, uh, you're on episode one. Six. Or of six. the first we season? Saw, yeah, of the first season. We saw uh, like first four or five or six. And at that time I was Lord. like, okay, it's getting a little, yeah, it's getting a little stale. Well, and then everyone was like, yeah, you need to watch another two episodes and it really picks up. What happens is the show is what I would describe it as it, it plays in waves where you'll have intense excitement and then you'll have like character building and important shit that needs to happen but you're not as interested in it. And or they'll spend an episode like one season they spent an episode with like each of the major player characters like Starbuck and Apollo and Chief and and that was, you know, again, it was fine and good and it made sense and it makes you care more about the characters and get you more involved in the show. So it it just go it'll go in waves. So just know that no matter how maybe low, maybe even a little tedious, it always comes back. Yeah. And when it comes back, it's bigger than ever. I mean, okay. this last time was like, dude, sit on your face and spin. It was <laughs> hot. God, that show's good. Okay. So anyway. They can't hear you nodding. Wouldn't you agree? Hadrian's no, agreeing. He's nodding. I'm just here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah. So that was my uh, Palm Springs was was a very enjoyable weekend. Good. Yes. Nice. Good. Yes. Nice to be back. So, and uh, that was our weekends. Oh, what yeah, else? Oh, we've done stuff this week though, right? Right. Um, well, like yesterday, like a movie. <laughs> Yay! Coraline. Next time you're you you are talking like a chipmunk for the rest of the fucking podcast. I'm just, it's I, once an episode. <laughs> it takes like two seconds out of your life, and I'm on a roll. Seventeen in a row. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it's 17 in a row. I think it's only 14 in a row. And besides, there's one person out there who loves it when I do that, and I don't want to let him down. 
know? you know what? Then you should record it and just send it to him personally. Sort of like if anybody would like letter. a special burp love letter from me, <laughs> feel free to send me an email. So, uh, okay. So, Sorry. anyway, you guys sure. get, see, this, this is where we have to put up our yeah, together, yeah. It's like a frat house here. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, um, it's strawberry fans. Yeah, we do the so keggers so after that. You guys did stuff last night, right? Yeah. Like, Coraline. Coraline. But you can see Coraline in 3D. Yes, we did. Which I will say, as far as 3D movies go, it was, it was really, actually, it wasn't over the top 3D. It was done really, really nicely. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, remember, was it, did I go see Beowulf with you, Justin? No. Or some, no. Who did I go see that with? I was, I Beowulf, I, and, you know, being all CG and stuff, you would think they would have a lot better control over the 3D. And, there were times where it was just so distracting. They, you know, there were the parts of the scenery and stuff were like way in the foreground and it just completely yeah. distracted you. And I thought they really handled that really well in Coraline is that it wasn't distracting. It just, it just sort of added well, to Well, in Beowulf's defense, I mean, it was one of the first movies out of the gate to really incorporate the new school the new of 3D. 3D. Well, I felt, I don't know, I thought Coraline, I thought the 3D was a bit wasted. I mean, there was a few gimmicky moments like needles coming well, in yeah. and stuff happening, but otherwise you didn't need 3D to enjoy the movie at all. No, you I didn't. Like it was well, that's like, well, that's like when they do Nightmare Before Christmas in 3D. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not like in your face, but it's just... But I think that's... I think that's... Yeah, I like that. But I think in saying that, you actually... Uh, grasp the whole purpose, which is it's not about wowing and flashing. It's about immerse, immersion, you know, where you just feel like you're more inside yeah. the movie. I agree, but then, but then when they do the three moments, it's so obvious they meant to make this particular scene make mm. you jump in yeah. your seat. I thought that way with the needle. Kind of, it takes you out yeah. of the movie yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. in a theater with glasses. Yeah. Yeah. With a sewing needle, it was definitely that, like that. Very yeah, obvious. very gimmicky. But, I mean, I, I, there's, there's a lot of thoughtfulness in the movie. I thought especially that the 3D elements were downplayed when she was sort of in her own rea- in, the, in reality and then when she kind of went through the looking glass that's when the 3D elements and the colors really popped right. and, Absolutely. and all of that and Oz versus Kansas kind of thing <laughs> yeah exactly yes. and, and that's the whole thing and my, my only thing on it was that it was riffing on tales that have already been told you know Alice in Wonderland and all of that um, one of the things I was definitely talking about last night was that I loved that it's a return to creepy movies for kids because I think Hollywood makes these insanely sanitized kids' movies like Over yeah. the Hedge and, Insane. you know, Madagascar Part 6 or whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's all fart and poop jokes and snot jokes and stuff like that, which, don't get me wrong, I'm all about fart and poop I, jokes, clearly, I, with the I like thing. Over the Hedge. Okay, well, you're I allowed like the, to because like it's made poking. in a test tube with, <laughs> you know, with the opinions of people and marketing and all that crap, whereas Coraline was made by Neil Gaiman, who basically right. makes what he wants. Neil Gaiman. Right. And then Incredible. if you like it, then you yeah. do, and if you don't, fuck off. You know, it's not made in a test tube. And he did, um, was it Stardust or what was that? He did Stardust, um, Stardust, yeah, American Gods, those kind of books. And, 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 and books those with Sandman, yeah, and Sandman, which is considered. I mean, it's up there with oh, uh, yeah, with, with, uh, Watch, some, yeah. Yeah, Watchmen. with Watchmen as like one of those kind of must read, right. you know, things. So, I mean, in those terms, I love like again the whole creepy factor because to me, the kids' movies I look back on as loving the most, like. Alice in Wonderland, Walt Disney's Alice in Wonderland, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, like the pink ele- elephants from Dumbo. Right. That was all stuff that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid because it creeped me out. Right. But that's the stuff I go back to and love to watch as an adult. Well, that's what stories are supposed to be, like the Grimm's Tales where the right. kids died or something horrible happens yeah. to them. They're supposed to be cautionary tales to children. They're yes. not like that anymore. It's all turning them into princesses nowadays. Right. Well, and exactly. I think it's the whole idea of it scares you and challenges you, but you're not so scared that you're not 
that you're uncomfortable, that you're right. It's, it's not going to like give you like yeah. some weird phobia yeah. or yeah. something like that. Like, but, yeah. but it's enough but to give you, you a jump. Think and, yeah. It'll make you think mm-hmm. twice about opening a door, like a secret door in, in your house, tube. you know. And falling That's a like tube, a colored tube. spiral. And yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was highly enjoyable. I, I did, I almost felt like I wish there had been more pure 3D moments, like mm-hmm. more like wow moments but yeah. you know on the whole it was it was a beautiful film to me the 3D was sort of just an added little thing I was really there for the, the story well, and the art which they was have to make the movie for, awesome. they have to make the movie for the DVD I mean yeah. it's going to get more play on DVD and everything else and uh-huh. there's 3D TV sets just aren't there yet well but that's <laughs> my whole question is I do they because they've released films in 3D on DVD and they come with glasses I mean, like, because one of the 3D movies that I love, like, I really want to watch on, on Blu-ray is the U2 3D concert film. Yeah. And I'm like, are they going to release that in two versions, like, where you can watch one with the glasses on? Because it's just a matter of wearing the glasses, right? I mean, you don't have to have a special You know, it's, it seems to make sense to me to just do a two-sided DVD. Yeah. One is 3D. Well, yeah, like a Blu-ray special edition. Yeah. Why do that when they can sell two of them for twice the price? <sighs> I'm saying that's the way marketing works. Well, I mean, it definitely works that way to an extent. But, uh, yeah, so here's hoping that they're able to do it. And for the record, I'm stifling all future burps because I only do one show. So if you want more, you have to wait till next week. <laughs> so anyway, what's this about the beard being the new black, JP? Okay, so Apparently. I, I saw an article earlier this week. Uh, it was on MSNBC. And I'm going to paraphrase it because it like, it's like three or four pages long. Actually, it's four pages long. Um, but basically, it boils down to, like, beards are now becoming popular with the straights. And they're trying to figure out, you know, where that popularity came from. They're saying, like, maybe it's a backlash against metrosexuality and the feminization of modern man. Um, beards are only are the only accessory route men have. It's, like, the only way we can change our looks. You know, like instead of like coloring our hair or changing a style, getting new shoes, mm. works on lost getting hair. a makeover. Oh my god, fabulous! All that stuff. No, <laughs> so facial hair is the way. Also, it turns out is a way for men to bond. They have beard clubs and bulletin boards that are like this. You know, fraternal community. Yes, really. I know. Isn't that crazy? So there are beard clubs and stuff out there. Then they spend a page and a half talking about beard grooming. Which I thought was really interesting because first they're talking about, you know, it's like a backlash against metrosexuality. And now they're going into beard grooming and, you know, how rough beards can hurt and how to soften your beards for your partner. But I will say this. They do say women or men can get whisker burn from the beard growers' partners. So I will give them kudos for mentioning, you know, the the gay contingent with beard. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, and then they go into like beard fear. Um, there's you know, beard, there's fear of beards. Beards. Some beards are okay, and others make people nervous. Certain kinds of beards, or the length, the length of a beard. Well, like people probably do like experience. a ZZ Top beard. Yeah. Would probably, if you went into like a business setting, would probably but unsettle somebody. It's okay if it's long and if it's groomed. If it's unkempt and long, that's when people get really nervous. If I think unkempt, I think hippie. Yeah. Or see, I see a long. I see or a long homeless. beard. I think old man long beard okay. Young man long beard not okay. Yeah, I think that's think? like it goes hand in hand with like um, the shaggy, you know, little little scruffy patch that you grow when you're mm-hmm. 18 or 19 because you yeah. can't grow a full beard. Oh, the flavor saver. It's like you do whatever you can, you know. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's experimental facial hair, and there's a time yeah. and a place for that, and it's called college. When you leave college, <laughs> leave your 
freaking crazy hippie beard behind. Yeah. But I work in college. So Unless I you're work. 50 or 60. And then you can do whatever you want. <laughs> but I will, we were at t- well, we're talking about bear runs later, but we were at TVU, and there's, there's a guy with a really long beard. And there's something creepy about him, like, swimming in the pool with his super long, wavy, gravy beard. Because oh I'm God. like, do I want to get out of the pool with, like, a five-foot-long hair, like, wrapped around my chest or something? <laughs> it was tangled. I don't know why that's... I don't know why it skews me out so bad, but it does. But I'm skewed out by women with long hair, too. Like, at concerts, when they get their long hair, like, on my arms. and Ugh. It's gross. So there you go. So there's the first thing. Uh, this is two parts, actually. So the first part is about beards in general. So you just said right there, I mean, you're a guy, you have a beard, you like guys with beards, but there's some beards that kind of, you know. Long, long well, beards. Yeah, long, I'm long just beards not a. Don't do it for me. I either. just don't think it looks as sexy on a guy. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Just full on long beards. What about the ones where, like, it's the, the goatee is the long goatee, but they've, it they've got that whole very, thing. Yeah. Very rarely. I've only seen, I think, like, one or yeah. two people that. I think it looks good on. Again, there's yeah. a place in the it time. It depends on the length that's and college. The, the curl and everything else. I mean, some right. guys it looks yeah. great on it. Some guys just like take that off. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, at the same, I mean, at the same time, it's like you don't want to. I don't want people listening to be like, oh well, then I I, I shouldn't grow my facial hair that way because right, you know right, six one nine right. Bearcast says it's verboten. It's like <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's self expression. You grow whatever way you want. I mean, this is like personally for me. I mean, a guy with like a full like a guy who can grow in a full beard and it's just. Full and kind of woofy and awesome. I mean, that's 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 tits up. I can't do that myself, but I mean, I think it's hot. Like, um, uh, what's his name? Ed. Uh, oh, Ed, NG. dude. Yeah, NG yeah. America. I don't yeah. know. Ed can like he grows like the crazy freaking manifesto writers beard. Yeah. It doesn't it though. It grows overnight too. I mean, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has like he has massively. He has good. He has good facial hair. Like Mikey. But yeah, Mikey, but it, Mikey it, like Sluggo Mikey has good facial hair. Even though it's long, it's it's curled in a way that looks almost. You know, yeah. like it's right. groomed like it, that like way. Like it looks right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I like it when he keeps it a little closer to the cuff because it gets, like I said, it's a little backwoods bushy. Yeah. But I mean, I, that that feeds on people's fetishes too. You know, like yeah, right. backwoods yeah. hillbilly. You know, it depends like, on the kind of person um, you're trying yeah. to attract and how yeah. you like right. to express yourself and the yeah. perfect balance between that. Right. And what's interesting is like if you go to a bear run, you kind of sometimes you see like all the hillbilly bearded dudes are all hanging out together, and all like the super groomed guys. It's 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 weird to see that like, we even classify. And grab yes. what, you know, again, it's what's comfortable. It's what, you know, right. like, you're like, right. oh, if I see a guy with a hillbilly beard, well, we're probably going to have things in common because we both like our hillbilly beards. You know what I mean? Well, you're just, you're <laughs> saying that word hillbilly. I mean, you are, I mean, certain kinds of beards are representative of different classes as well. Mm-hmm. Someone who has a more close cropped, very good looking beard is typically someone who's, who's probably more professional because they feel like they can't get away with having a big, bushy beard. Right. And someone or, who has a big, bushy beard may work a blue-collar yeah. type of job or is a big, big, smelly beard. And same with a goatee. I mean, it's just even to the point hey. now where you can hey. barely, you can start getting away with having a beard at work. It used to be like a beard is something you came back with when you were on vacation and then you immediately shaved it before right. you went back mm-hmm. to the office. Yeah, right. it's, yeah I mean, it's even, <clears throat> even at my office when I started growing the beard, I was kind of nervous and then... But then, you know, they were like, oh, that looks good, you know. But it was just, it, it's one of those things that it's still kind of not completely socially acceptable in certain situations. I, I think that we've, and we've touched on this before, is this whole, like, the Seth Green of the nation, basically. You know, because Seth, or Seth Green, I'm sorry, Seth yeah, Roganing of the nation. <laughs> he's Roganing us, uh, basically allowing <laughs> us to grow beards because he's the hero, the everyman hero right now, you know. And he tends to be scruffy or bearded <laughs> or goatee or what have you. And uh, especially right now with the way the economy is and stuff, it's like being a normal, everyday, regular, comfortable guy is kind of like where it's at. Because I think 
being a rich, like, you know, well-cropped, well-manicured person, like, the rich are the evil, you know, they're the ones who fucked up our economy, so... You know, maybe we're looking at the normal guy as the savior. See, and that's really interesting the because of the plumbers, ugh, marketing tools. <laughs> well, that's another, that's another nice. thing that they brought up in the article was how the economy is actually influencing people to homeless have is the new hot beard. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be homeless soon. Embrace well, it. Grow that, that beard so. out ahead of time. So yeah. You're not the only one on the block without one. <laughs> so, have you thought about any of you why it is you like guys with or without beards? Not just the style of beard. Should I lie on the couch while I answer this question, <laughs> Freud? It's just I mean. a thought. It's just a thought. What is it about the beard on a, on a spiritual or physical or sexual or whatever level attracts you? I'm not going to answer this. I'll question. be honest. <laughs> I, I really, mine's daddy issues. Yeah, well, mine comes I, down to it. I mean, my dad looked just like Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. He was the beard, the hair, wow. the works, everything. And he was a man of the 70s. <laughs> And that's what my dad, he was a big, big bear. He was a big wall of a man. And I use that as my benchmark for what other men need to look like in order to be a man worthy enough to spawn me. So, <laughs> or, or at least try to spawn, spawn with on you. Me. With. Um, so that's, that's my benchmark. So that's part of the reason I'm attracted to men. I am naturally attracted to secondary male characteristics on my own as far as deep voice, you know, big body, belly, that sort of thing. That's just part of being a bear, you know, the community I've decided to identify with and my own personal tastes. So that's that's my source of loving beards. Well, that so. was basically what I was saying by, should I lie down on the couch and talk to you, Dr. Freud? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, there's a reason why I fetish, you know, everything from butt cracks to beards to suspenders. Those are all aspects of, of what my dad had when I was coming into my own sexuality, mm. you know? And it's like... You look for it, it's. I mean, it's no difference when when they say that like daughters always marry their fathers, you know that kind of thing. I think in this case, you know, you know, gay men are not necessarily daughters, but yeah. we are looking towards our fathers to look <laughs> at like, well, what should a man look like? What should I be attracted to? See, now that's interesting. Now, you were you were close close ish to your dad, and then there was sort of a falling out for a while. Well, and then uh, yeah, definitely distance, and then coming back, which could okay. also would definitely you know. But were you, at the time you started picking out when guys were attractive, was that at the time when you and your dad was still Oh, close? God, I don't want to, like, no, I, be, this is not, like, well, total I know, what is this? You know, so. the re, the reason, no, because it's cool, because this, this is good. not a unique experience. I mean, I think there's other people who have, have gone through the same thing. Because what I'm attracted to is 180 degrees different yeah. than what my dad was. Oh, see, and, and that's, so that's why so I'm for me, it up. No, I, and I, I will say yes. I mean, my mom and dad divorced when I was eight, which is right when you're starting to even consider things. I think. Yeah. And then as I was going into puberty, that was when there was the whole wrestling match with the kids. Where do we live? Six months here, six months there. You know, and that's when you start putting up your defenses. And so you're looking at your dad like you are supposed to be the guy for me, but yeah. you're not. But that's still my basis for attraction. And uh, yeah, it's not even until recently that I've you know renewed yeah. ties with my dad. Right. But, uh, and you know, you, you get to the point where you're like, God, you know, I don't think I'm gay because of that, but I definitely think my attraction is what it is because yeah. of that. And then you're like, you know, and you can either let that make you crazy or you can just say, you know what, it fucking is what it is, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's fine because I'm cool with it. Well, it's see, worked it's, out. Well, see, it's <laughs> interesting because I'm, I'm more JP, um, like JP, where my whole family was not bearish. You know, they're very... Clean cut, clean shaven, you know, small little waifs of people. Um, <laughs> and so it's interesting because I've always just had this attraction to, like, the bigger guys and the bulkier guys and the more manly guys. And the, and, and there's no 
no real trigger for it that I can see. I don't right. know. It's just it's other than that, you're you're looking for what you didn't have. It's like you know, like people who are born into a highly evangelical family, but they become atheists. Right. Because right. they're getting away from what they were brought up with. Right. And maybe social well, Plus the fact that, plus I don't like my dad. So, well, well, that, that could help. So that, yeah, well, so, why would you like, want to wake up next to a guy that reminds you of your dad when right. you didn't like him? I mean, right. for me, I loved my dad. I mean, my dad was everything. And that's probably why it is the way it is. Because when we were separated, then it was like, well, I don't want to be, but that just sort of seems where things are. Right. So that makes a lot of sense. See, I didn't oh like, my, this is so therapeutic. See, I didn't, <laughs> see, see, cause I, cause I, I didn't like my grandfather. I was closer to my grandmother, didn't like my grandfather, and I didn't like my dad. Did your grandmother so have both, a beard? So both male <laughs> figures that I had, I completely wanted nothing to do with. Mm. So it kind of, I guess it does make sense that I'm going for the opposite. For the opposite. But so that can also it's a form of rebellion for you then. Well... But that could also see that, that could also explain why it is that you're going for this archetypal male figure. On the other because hand, because your the, dad let you down, and you want like an out of the box awesome dad, right? You know, well, or awesome and, male. Well, and, <laughs> and on the other side of that too, I couldn't relate to them because I was about, you know, half a foot taller than everybody else, mm. and about a hundred pounds bigger than everybody else. So I didn't have that. Are you a milkman baby? Yeah, no. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, was not. he big and hairy? No, I take my, my mom's. My mom's side of the family is very, is very big robust and robust, right? So I, I take after that Zoftic. side. <clears throat> but um, it, it's it's just interesting. So, but I, I didn't grow up around my mom's side of the family, so I you know I didn't see that. I just saw yeah. this side, and I just I don't know if I just couldn't relate to it or or what or that's what. Yeah. But what if, for whatever reason it was, I've, I've just always been attracted to. And I wonder, like, how many guys out there put a lot of thought into it, you know? Yeah, see, I've, never really, really thought, I've never really thought about it. But then now, yeah. that, now that I'm starting to know, I'm like, well, okay, it could be because I don't like my dad, so I'm looking for right. the opposite. And then yeah. I'm looking for somebody to relate to myself physically. I think because it, it, when it's wrapped up in sex, then it's like, okay, we're not supposed to think about sex. You're not really supposed to talk about sex. And so, well, much less would I talk about my attraction, especially it has, it has to do with my growing up. And, right. right. I mean, those are all, like, really, you know, difficult subjects to talk about. Well, yeah. Or they can yeah. be. So, what about you, JP? What's, what was your father like? Well, um, well, and how does it really do your attraction? You know what, though? My attraction is all over the board. I was going to say, because you aren't, like, only into bears. You're into no, all kinds of guys. I'm into, I'm, I'm into guys, mostly. So JP's a slut. <laughs> no, see, I would say, like, if anything, like, that means, like, JP's probably, like, the most well-adjusted of all of us. Because we're not, he doesn't fetish, fetishize his attraction. He's attracted to whatever. That's, that's a healthy thing, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I, and I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. I, I always say, like, uh, was it Chris Vance I always give a hard time to? Because Chris Vance has, like, this wide... He's attracted to all kinds of guys. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I was, you know, but I just am yeah. not. <laughs> it's, it's easily wrapped up. I like the penis. And there it is. Right, and I do, too. And, 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 and you would and, think that would be enough <laughs> to let me overcome whatever else is coming from. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. I mean, my dad was uh, tall, slender, um, clean-shaven, kind of nerdy business guy and that's absolutely not really what I'm attracted to hmm. but on the other hand I think about okay for a long term partner it actually would probably be nice to have somebody who was a little more you know adjusted and kind of sort of averagey and not out there crazy 
you know. You mean out there batshit crazy like most <clears throat> bears? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> God. I just uh, No, well, you know. That was for entertainment purposes. <laughs> I mean, having been, having been, for instance, in the music industry for a while, there were a lot of, you know, musicians that I dated. And these are guys that are fun to date, but I could not see myself in a long-term relationship with most of those people. Something like that. Hmm. If that makes sense. That's, okay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, now, the other, the other part of this thing with the beards was... Um, so it brings back to popularity, um, and I don't I I don't think it's just a backlash against metrosexuals because I think we as the trendsetters have made beards fashionable again. We made it fashionable again. So and like in the late seventies, it was the gays in New York and in Greenwich that made wearing tennis shoes popular. Oh. It wasn't until the mid seventies that tennis shoes were um, worn like in casual wear and stuff like that or gym shoes they were just worn in the gym and it was the gays who did that and so there's other things like athletic gear and things like that so I wonder how much of the beard thing is just because of gays being out there or at least the bears being out there and 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 being more accepted and visible I see Hadrian shaking his head and Brian kind of looking like what but if you look at um, like if you go onto like non-bear sites or something like that like other chat sites like Adam for Adam things like that, um, or just walking through Hillcrest, you see a lot of these, the smaller twinkish guys and stuff now with beards right. and with like the scruffy facial hair and like all that coming back. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that it's not just a, like in the bear community anymore. It's now spread out to like, but things are changing though, because sure they're wearing beards now, but let's take a look at Brian who has gone from a beard to wearing a goatee most of the time. And you just got your, Beard yeah, shaved into a goatee. Go Although Hadrian went for a full beard, and I went from a goatee to a beard. But I wonder, are we as bears now going to start moving away from the beards because they're so... God, no. No. <laughs> it's too much of a cornerstone. No. You can't it's get rid too of that. Much, yeah. It's a part of the identity now. Have you seen me without facial hair? I'm not saying it fully, is I'm not not saying fully without. <laughs> I'm just saying without, without full beard. Do it as the, the goatee or the wide goatee or... Or um, well, the reason I keep like kind of crinkling my eyebrows and making faces is because this is not new. Beards being fashionable is not new. I mean, the seventies was beards fasting, but it hasn't. I mean, you look at like, but the eighties weren't. Yeah, what about well, Miami Vice? Don Johnson brought all that shit. That, was that wasn't a beard, though. That was a five-day shadow. That was a George Michael shadowy I mean, to me, kind of thing. To me, that's all the same. It's all facial hair expression. It's always been in fashion. It's always been in vogue. Newspapers like to re- resurrect that the beard is you know now fashionable again beard every is- like four or five years. And bears will always have beards. We will always either be in style or be out of it. You know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think fashion doesn't work on a five-year cycle. Fashion works on a 20-year cycle. Well, and we're, it's actually a little bit overdue. But I see, you know, mentioning the 70s, I see a bit of a cycle and and some semblance here. You know, beards in the 70s were kind of a backlash to the military, Vietnam, the establishment kind of thing. You know, look at, you know, the Kenny Loggins of the world kind of thing. And they all shaved them off or went to goatees for the 80s was more clean cut kind of thing. And we've been in Iraq and Afghanistan long enough now that there's there's maybe there's more of a backlash and the whole economy slowing down, you know, Wall Street right. and the Bush regime, the Bush regime and all of that's you know it's coming it's coming back. People are starting to grow beards again. It's kind of an anti-establishment thing. That's I think great. that would and make granted, more it's sense. Fa- it's fashion driven. It is still fashion driven because it always is. 
even though if it's even if it looks like it's grassroots, it never really is. I can see that but, like being the heading of an article in GQ. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's rationalize well, our beards. Well, there was it's a, because of the establishment. There was an article <laughs> a few years ago, you know, Bears Life magazine. There was a there was an article in there where this gentleman was talking about him interviewing different artists, and he interviewed. Um, Justin Timberlake and Justin Timberlake started wearing a beard a few years ago. While, yep. And he and Justin Timberlake before the interview said, "Do you think I look a little cubbish?" So he knew what the bear community Ooh, he's was. He's a total cubby. Absolutely. Oh, he's a musician and, though. He's been around gays. He knows well, well, yes, I know exactly. But he he got the beard thing going, and then it just that's where the, I don't want to say it's the fashion setting, but it's kind of picked up since then. A little well, bit. that's the other thing too, and that's where I start to get a little uncomfortable because it's almost like the I don't want out. the spotlight yeah. on the bears. It's just. It's, I, you know, I guess what it is, it's like it's almost, it's, it's going to be our time to be ridiculed, basically. It, it, and it's already happening. It's happening because bears are now, yeah. it's, it's beyond fashionable. Yeah. You see, yeah. you know, bear stuff everywhere. We talk about all the bear tattoos, mm-hmm. all the bear flags and everything. It's the bear, the bear thing is where the rainbow Every thing is. There is going to be bear. a backlash and the backlash starts in our own community yeah. and then it, then it branches out. So as we're getting embraced by the big media and, you know, kind of globally, we're going to start getting backlashed against Locally, I think. Well, I think I think you're right. Also, our 15 minutes are. I mean, in the future, if, as bears have become more popular, eventually our 15 minutes are going to be up, and then we're kind of the the faux pas kind of yeah. thing where bears have kind of gone. Get closer to the mic. Is what they're saying. Sorry. Uh, I would say <laughs> what I would advise to bears in general is, you know, start growing that those extra layers of skin because it's not going to be pretty. It wasn't. We were talking about how that Texas Bear Roundup photo made it on that yeah, website. Yeah, made it on that. Yep. Some of those comments were just insanely hateful. But at the same, yes. you have to have a sense of humor about the bear thing because if you look at it as as from the viewpoint of an outside observer, it is fucking ridiculous. It is laughable. That a bunch of fat, hairy guys yeah. are into You have to be able to laugh yeah. at it, because it is. I mean, my, my friends on Facebook joke all the time. Are, are you guys all, like, in a beard mafia? I mean, what's <laughs> going on? All of, all of your friends look the same. Yeah. And it's like, you right. have to be willing to either <clears throat> laugh at that or, or deal it. with it or, even, or, or explain it. And you should have a sense of humor about it, because as you start to explain it, you're going to th- say, wow, this really does no, sound I've actually, crazy. Yeah. I've actually, yeah. No, it's yeah. funny, because my, my supervisor at work... Um, <laughs> she was, because uh, I got my my friend Sean actually got a job there, and then I got Joel a job there, and so and then she went out a couple times with me and a few of my friends, and so she's looking around, she's like, "Why do you, you guys all have beards and facial hair, and you guys all look the same? It's really funny." <laughs> yeah. And well, um, and so you know, so I kind of I went into the whole you know, well obviously that's what we're kind of attracted to, so we're gonna hang out together and stuff like that. And I said I said, and then there's the bear thing, and she's like bears. And so then I went into this whole explanation and, like, actually went through, like, the whole, like, I even branched off into, like, the otters and the wolves and all that kind of stupid stuff. And she was just, no, she was just like, wow. And then she, like, went and she was telling all her friends. She was just like, (laughs) you know, and she just thought it was amazing. She was like. the gays I know all about. Yeah. And so, (laughs) and so this, it was funny because then at work, like, that one of our vendors came in and he was kind of like this older this older gentleman with a beard, and he was kind of, you know, gray. And she goes, it's a polar bear. And, she, and, I'm just like, and I'm like, and I'm just sitting there at work just going, oh, my God. Like, what have I started, you know? But it does, but like, it jerks was, you out of things. You yeah. Know? It, like, watching Jackass and they're, you know, using bears, bear life, or uh, American bear to jerk off with to get their sperm samples, you know? It's like a joke. Nice. And I'm just like, it's... It, for me, it's just like the realities cross, you know, or whatever. The space-time yeah. continuum. Like, you know, <laughs> it was a few years ago. Uh, the Beastie Boys made a song, and they mentioned You Didn't See Me in Bear Magazine they, or something. Yep, that was yes, awesome. That's in the Beastie Boys, man. It, it is. It is. It is. And, and in fact, there was a part of me who, 
I was on the way to work today, I was listening to Howard Stern, and I was like, God, you know it'd be funny, it's like, send our podcast to Howard Stern. And because it's so off the radar, like the whole idea of a bear, they've touched on it before on the show, and then I was like, yeah, but what if they, like, the one in a million shot that they actually do think this is interesting enough to even bring up... Uh, they're going to tear us into little pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I don't, I, I can't handle that. I can't have. And then I was like, God, what if they did that? Then our site would blow up, and the podcast would blow oh, up, God. and I'd have all these people scrutinizing. And I'm like, oh, oh I can't no. handle it. Never, never, mind, never mind. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> That's gonna need us already. Them all be going like, Artie Lang, you're a bear, and he's like, fuck those faggots or whatever. I don't need to hear about that stuff. Well, the bear thing can be can seem a little cultish sometimes. I mean. I mean, all you need is your Snuggies, and you're ready to go sometimes. Oh, but, no, I mean, it's, it's all these guys who all look the same. We're all into each other. We go to these runs. We have our own magazines. We have our own podcasts. We have our own, you know, comedy musical clothing troops. Clothing flag. We have our own flag. Yeah, we have our own flag. We have our own clothing There's a line. lot. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit of a, you know, a strange animal in the, in, in the world in general. I mean, I can't really think of too many other subcultures that are this tight-knit. You know what we don't have? A cologne. We don't have bear cologne yet. It's because cologne is I'm sure is there shunned. is one out there, dude. I'm <laughs> sure there is. Clone is shunned. Excuse me. I, mean, now, I, I thought it was. Well, yeah, but you, you didn't listen to the last episode, did you? you didn't to our <laughs> I, this was last sense. minute. I didn't have time to no, 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 we talked about that last week. And now, well, part of what we talked about was that. It was two weeks ago. We're, two weeks, two weeks ago. ago, sorry. Is that we're a little more open to the idea of actually using cologne, as long as it's in moderation. Yeah. Um, but I think that what you're, I think what we're really going to see is. I mean, I think, yes, Bear has become, like, this the institution of Bear. Like, Bear in the Helvetica font. Bear with, like, asterisk at the end, you know. The end-all, be-all. The <laughs> yeah, the they'll, the they'll, they'll be a little claw. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. what we've talked about, and I think we talked about this in the first couple of episodes, was that younger people don't care as much. You know, right. I don't think younger gay men care as much about... I'm a bear or I'm not a bear or I'm a cub or whatever. I actually think they're sort of transcending because of the Facebook MySpace generation where they have a network of friends that they will never lose contact with because you don't ever lose contact with them. Right. You know, their high school friends are going to be their friends when they're old because they can keep up with them on Facebook throughout. And, and I think having that diverse network of friends is going to sort of just make this little niche well, kind of dissipate a bit. Bef before the the really the big explosion of the bear community in the in the mid '90s or so, uh, before that time, I mean, I mean, bears had to stick together because the twinks didn't want anything to do with us. The you know there was a there was a backlash against. And we're speaking in generalities. In generalities, course. absolutely. There was there was a bit of a shun shun the yeah. shun the bears kind of thing. Safety in numbers. Side. Yeah. So the bears all stuck together, and also there was the the there's also this theory of. Um, of married bears in the mid-90s who were all getting divorced after the HIV scare in the 80s and that mm -hmm. sort of thing, and them all coming about and sticking together because they all had the same problems, and then IT industry coming together. I mean, there's all these reasons the bear community sticks together, and kids nowadays don't need that network because right. they can come out as early as, you know, you hear about five-year-olds deciding they're gay and that yeah. sort of crap. Yep. But um, kids, you know, kids <clears throat> can come out earlier, and they have, you know, in high schools you'll find the Gaysian and the bear, and the lesbian, and the lipstick lesbian, and the, the gay jock, and all these different people who can come together and admit they're gay a lot earlier and be friends together. And there's not, they're not all bears, they're not all twinks, they're not all anything. They can just, they can be more themselves, and it's, a, it's more, it's, they don't have to be homogenous like we had to be when we were younger. No, I, I, I agree 100%. I, again, that's why I think that down the road, you know, you may not see, you know, bear, you know, I think bear hit it, its apex you know, probably right around like 2000, 2001. Earlier than that, even. Well, yeah, I, but I mean, I'm no, because I think it <laughs> continued to grow. I think the bear events got bigger and bigger and bigger, and there was more of them, more of them, more of them. But now I'm thinking it's almost like Atari's 2600 circuit ET, yeah. 
Like there's it's there's too much to choose from, and so the product starts to not be as quality. I guess <laughs> or, or, the, I, or the ones that aren't quality start to drop yeah. away. And, and then you, you also have, have the bear like this like you know this whole idea of the bear hanger on like the bear by default like yeah. you're only a bear because you put on seventy pounds because you stopped caring and you grew a beard because you're like oh I'm a bear hey everybody <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean and and again there's nothing really wrong with that because you are what you are you're doing what you're right. doing and the whole idea of a bear is to embrace a, you know oppose supposedly on supposedly. the statue of the bear that defines what we are <laughs> we're supposed to be all encompassing all embracing I see very very little of that anywhere, but apparently yes. that's what we're supposed to do. Yes. And um, so, you know, that idea, that spirit, I hope that is maintained. But I see, you know, it's so funny. I was just reading the other day, there was somebody who said, you know, they were getting hated on by, you know, a skinnier person, but then they turned around and, and hated all over the skinnier person who was trying to hang out with him. And, his, and it was just like, this is just ridiculous. Like, how can you, you know, anyway, I'm sorry, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> I was rambling. I think we should probably... Cut off we should probably yeah forty five like, okay. seconds or something. I had a point. It got so lost. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So well, I mean, but I mean, Hadrian brought up like you know the bear runs. And, that's what I was just gonna say. Like the whole so. product in general and the bear runs in general. We were gonna talk about that because IBRs this weekend. Yes, IBRs that's this right. weekend, right? The gay the gay bear mecca, the international bear rendezvous. Are, are you going? I am not going. You're not, I'm going. not going. going. I'm not going. Too poor. Going? I'm going. You're going. So Hadrian will be. Am I the only one going? Oh no, there's lots of San Diego guys. Well, I mean, as far as yeah. who's here, yeah. I was going to go, but with my impending layoff, I was just like, eh, yeah. I should probably shouldn't mm. spend the money. But uh, yeah, a bunch of San Diego guys are going. Uh, I, I actually feel like it's going to be a pretty freaking awesome weekend, from what it, I can tell. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have like a, a bunch of, of really great dances yeah. going on. I know friends of the podcast like. Uh, like Martin from Seattle, Funky Bear Martin's going to be spinning, and yep. Boy Shaped Box is spinning, and Jeb oh, Artful is spinning. Yeah, there's a bunch sweet. of there's a bunch of yeah. cool shit going on. There's Blow Off and um, some what? other events. Blow Off. Blow Off is the one that they 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 don't usually have them in the states. I think they're generally in in the UK, but it's like a big bear dance. So there's like mm-hmm. a shitload of bear dances, beer bus, World of Bearcraft. Yeah, it's a really World good of Bearcraft. Bearcraft. They're uh-huh. they're gonna have a they're gonna have a World of Warcraft thing on Saturday night from like midnight to four a.m. Oh, kind of thing. I know you'll be there, huh? No, I don't. I, I was think I say, can think of something better to yeah, do. Yeah, well, that's for the whole time. time. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not that I'm not tempted, yes. but I'm just not into it enough. To know Adrian is to know that if he was surrounded by five or six hundred bears. And a land party, he might actually choose the bears yes. over the land party. Yes. <laughs> Whereas JP would probably no, 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 no. I get enough of that. I, I, will, kind of definitely, I, I will definitely with. go with the bears. <laughs> so what we were going to talk about is rather than just sort of generalizing about bear runs, we were going to get into what we call like uh, tips for tricks because we were call it tips and tricks, but we said yes. tips for tricks. Um, and basically, just maybe like go around and just say like. We've all been to bear runs. You know, we've had good experiences, bad experiences. Like, what have we learned in our ten? Well, for me, it's been like ten years of going to bear runs. Well, uh, I, I think I'll start because I've yeah. only been to one bear run. And which one was that? Um, IBR. IBR. Okay, two years ago. Um, right? It was two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I actually went. I went up with a friend of mine, and originally it was just going to be him and I sharing the room, and it ended up being about eight people in the room. In a in the two bedroom rooms in, at the host the, hotel, it was yeah it was in a two bed so there was there was two beds in a room, um, there was two people in each bed and then some people sleeping on the floor like it just basically wow. it turned into this like mosh pit so I hope bear. you only mosh paid pit. like ten bucks for your room for the weekend I, I, I didn't pay so oh, okay well there you go. that's okay um, were they all hot. Um, was there plenty of lube? I mean, because this could work out really well. It could have worked out really well. I'm, I'm just going to say that I that I actually um, I, I 
I went with the intention of I was just going to hang out with my friends and I wasn't looking for sex, anything like that. Okay. Um, it actually pretty much came true. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I, I didn't. I, Be careful what you wish. I did. Yeah, I, it, pretty much. I mean, I I didn't. Um, I didn't get laid once. I came close. Um, oh, and here and here goes into my tip. Um, if you're sharing a room with eight people, um, and you've pretty much text messaged everybody that hey, I'm going to use the room. You didn't try to hook up in a room for eight people. I, I, there was nowhere. Where was I going to go? The person you, you tricked with should have their own room. That should be like, no, he was, you should go up to a person was, and say, no, hi, my sh- name is Justin. Do you have your own room? And if they say no, you move on to the next one. Now that works in <laughs> bad houses, not bear events. Oh, okay. You know what? You know what? Uh, no. it, was like, it was like the last full day and I hadn't gotten laid. Oh, so and you're like, got to get laid, got to get so laid. So what did you yeah. do? Send the text message out and everybody came to the room to watch? No, no, no. So everybody, everybody, everybody was like, okay, cool. Blah, blah, blah. Except for one person didn't answer. So we're up in the room and we're, you know, doing our thing. And I actually, I had the, I had the door locked on with the... And the bar. The good. <laughs> with good the idea. bar and the little chain on That's the door. That's a good idea. Um, uh, we're just getting down into the really hot and heavy. Like the part that you like the best. Yes. Okay. So we can uh, all picture that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and all of a sudden the door starts to open. And... The door sticks, and the the person I, I'm not going to mention names, obviously, but the person that was trying to come into the room wasn't the smartest person in the world. Clearly, yeah. Um, and so it stops, and they're like, "Hello, hello," and start screaming into the room. And I'm like, "Did you just say I'm getting my fuck on?" <laughs> no, I was just like, I was just like, "I'm busy. Come back." And he's like, "I just want to get my jacket," <laughs> and just keeps going for like. Okay. And I'm like, and I'm like, do we know this person? (laughs) Do we know this person? No. You guys don't know. Okay. Because otherwise we're going to take a time out so Justin could tell us who the person was. (laughs) And then ridicule them. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually not from San Diego. Okay. Clearly. Because we wouldn't allow that in San Diego. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, just give me 15 minutes. Like, please. Like, and then your, your trick is like, make it 25. (laughs) (laughs) And then actually it was funny because then the, the guy that I was looking up with started going, uh, uh, like just voting like on purpose, and the guy he's like, "Well, just let me in for a second and I'm like, "Dude, like seriously." So then by that point, it was just burnt. Right. Everything went down, and I'm like, "Okay, that's it." So the one time that I was gonna get laid at the bear run just didn't happen. So yeah. So Justin's tip is get your own room. Yes. If get you can your, afford uh, it, <laughs> get your own room, or get roommates or, that you don't care if they see you having sex. Right. Which, well, you know, we'll see. And and the person I was with, I I really didn't care one way or the other. And I actually saw him have sex quite a few times that weekend. Um, <laughs> Wow. Okay. So clearly, you were where you were at places where sex was happening. It just wasn't necessarily involved. It just wasn't with me. That's not. Wow. That's a whole. That's an interesting experience because that rarely. That's like never happened to me where I'm just hanging out in a room where sex is happening. Yeah, I was actually like, all right, I'm going to bed. Good night. And then. um, Oh. And then he came in with with a couple of different people. Dude, you were getting. Okay, never mind. What? I was. You getting leftovers? No, 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 no. He said he was fucking somebody else in your uh, one of your guys that you had uh, the room with. This is a different guy. What? Yeah, it sounded no, no, like no. the guy you tricked with had had sex no, the in guy the room was, no, that you were guy, sleeping in no, 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 with no, no, somebody no, no, else. No, no, no. Okay. The guy that I was sharing the room with oh, brought okay. guys back, and so okay. and so I was laying in the bed. This is the like the first night, and so there wasn't other people in okay. the room. It was All just right. it was just him and I, 
And so I'm, I'm laying in the bed and, you know, I hear him come in and I'm just like, and then he's like, shh, I think my room is sleeping. That's when you make you the know? decision. Do I pretend to be asleep or oh, do no, I go I, out and get a beer? Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> I actually was pretending to be asleep. And then, um, and then like, <laughs> you know, I see them come in and it's dark. So once the door shuts, I couldn't see anything. But then like my eyes adjusted and I could see the window was actually on the other side of his bed. So you could totally see the silhouette. So show. I could see the silhouette. That's awesome. So I could see them totally going at it and I actually I was jerking off. I was like, that's kinda of hot. So that's so hot. like he's sitting there and like and then I was like At least you weren't giggling. No, I wasn't. Actually it was it was it was just funny because then I'm sitting there and I'm like <laughs> I was about ready to come and I was like And you look up and they're looking like, at you. No, I was like no and then like I heard one of them go I think Justin's awake. I think he's awake. <laughs> And, that, and I almost, I almost just for the hell of it, I almost got up and just went over and shot on them. You should have. Totally should have. That, that would have been awesome. And, we, and then I told him that later. He's like, oh, that would have been hot. You should have. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I mean, if you're going to have roommates, you should either have roommates that you're totally asexual with, like you have no attraction to, and they're totally cool, or you should have roommates that are like, you know, if we're having sex and you come in. You can draw it, okay? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have a rule in San Diego, which is you don't hook up with other San Diegans when you're out of town. Yes. But that rule has an asterisk, and the asterisk is unless they're hooked up with other people from out of town, then you can join in. Because <laughs> the whole idea is that you're wasting valuable Like sex hooking time. up with people. You can in hook your up with, with locals anytime you want. Right. So my tip is twofold it's, it's either share the room with the person, like you said, that you don't mind messing around with. Um, or take a hint, like, like if the door's locked or you try to open it in your shutter room with somebody, don't keep going. You should have an open and honest discussion with your roommates before the event begins. And we did. (laughs) And that's the thing is we did like, we, like other people shared that room and they would just send a text to us and be like, Hey, I'm in the room for a little bit. Don't come back for an hour. All right. Cool. The fact that six out of your seven roommates took the hint appropriately, that's, you know, pretty good considering. Yeah. It's a lot to expect from all those people. But this one, this, like like I said, this guy wasn't yeah. too smart, so... So how about you, Hayden? <laughs> um, I've done all the gamut of the whole Bear Run thing. I've run Bear Runs. I was involved with Bear All for, in Atlanta, Georgia for a number of years. Um, my first Bear event was actually this Bear event. It's IBR. Ten years ago, I was 19 years old, and I, I was in the Marine oh. Corps, and they had just shipped me to the West Coast. First time out of the South, never been this far away from home kind of thing. <laughs> nice. And I land in San Francisco, and I'm like, okay, I guess I should you know go see the sights, and I ended up at IBR of all places. And I was like 170 pounds, <laughs> like 19 years old. I had to sneak into the bars. They didn't card me anyway. And <clears throat> nobody paid me any attention. Nobody gave a damn about me. I was a little too scrawny, a little too skinny, and I looked a little gaunt because, you know, I was, you know, You're in the not even like, the, not even like the papa bears that like the, the little guys. One, one little Santa bear took pity upon me, but he was like, you know, chugging on his cigar really hard. I'm like, ew. Yeah. So, but, you know, I, I did manage to have a good time eventually, but it, you know, it was, it was a bit, it was a bit of a disappointment considering I was really into the bear community. I'm like, cool, I get to go to IBR, and then I'm like, eh. I am not the target audience. Or I am exactly. Not the, audience, not, the target audience's target. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. And I, um, I've, I've done many bear events. I've been to Raleigh. I've been to TBRU. I've, uh, I've done all kinds of bear events. I've done big and small and backwood stuff. And I've run them. I've been behind the counter. I've been the one running around. I've been the one in the dark corner of the dark room. Um, so we have a vast amount of experience. Vast amount of experience with bear runs. Impart some wisdom on our, on my, our, my on wisdom our viewers, is, our listeners. Go there and act like nobody at home is going to find out anything. 
<laughs> me as a, don't be, you know, have that idea that this is anonymous, you know, and, and that I can have fun and I can be myself because everybody else is doing the so same. What this, happens in the Vegas smart, stays in Vegas. Exactly. Have that mentality. Have, you know, have the idea that um, nobody's going to find out and you can do whatever you want because everybody else should be doing the same thing and the smart ones are and you'll, you'll find those and you'll be attracted to them and you guys will have the time of your lives that weekend. Like become a professional DL, basically. Absolutely. But and by DL, I mean down low, which yep. is like keeping your business your business. That's right. Don't, and yep. if somebody else has a problem with what you're doing, screw them. You're getting off. That's what matters. Play safe. Play safe. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's good. Yes. At a bear run, I would say even kiss safe. Like Yes, because there's kennel <laughs> cough. Uh, and, cuddle, and cuddle safe, God. because there's, uh, there's creepy crawly things sometimes. Uh, bear runs used to be notorious for uh, distribution of, of the crabs. Yes, you have to, you know, before you leave, make sure you're not infested. And if you are, fucking man up and abstain. Don't give your cooties <laughs> to everybody else. Absolutely. You know, or at least shave down. Do something. I don't yeah, know. Rid. Yeah, rid, rid yourself. Well, rid is the best. Well, I mean, there's no embarrassment to having... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no embarrassment having crotch crickets. It happens, you know. Yeah, and we're hairy, we're hairy guys. Because, I mean, you, I mean one, guy, one guy with the crickets could go walk through the middle of the Lone Star Saloon, and you've just devastated half the bear community. <laughs> I'm telling you, and if you have a beard and you go down on somebody who has one, you could end up with a beard full of cooties. I mean, it... Uh, we're ah! hairy people. I mean, I, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, because I've had them before. But, the, and, and, yeah. I, most, people <laughs> have, most people have had. See, them I haven't once. had crabs. Uh, well, you would know if you had them. I've had them. Knock some major Knock wood. On wood. What do you after the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I can give you some. Uh, dude, I had it once. It was so bad. I, it was actually I had them. It, like there was one in my eyebrow. And it, it just grossed me out on yeah. such a level of growth. I, you know what? I'm going to let that go. We're just going to stop and go right back to the <laughs> <laughs> No, but really. So, yeah. Go there. Have fun. Double What, what happens at the bear run stays at the bear run. Play safe and play sane. Yeah. That's what I got. You know, don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Make sure you have all your shots, you know? I mean, like, yeah. and by shots, I mean, this is something as simple as hepatitis. You know, a lot of people, and I don't want to bring it down, but a lot of people, like, you know, they talk about condoms, and condoms are great. I mean, they're definitely going to stop you from getting, you know, the big, the power players. But there's a lot of other really not fun things to get, you know, like mm-hmm. hepatitis, yeah. yeah, you know, or, you know, or warts or, you know, herpes or all yeah. kinds of great stuff. And, and it's it, like, have a lot of sex, have tons of sex, but, you know, be careful before you stay. Exactly. Seriously. And isn't hepatitis like an every 10 year, like booster or something like that shot? Something like that. Something like 12, that. Something. Especially since, you know, in the gay community, rimming and stuff is not nearly yeah, as taboo. You know, we all like to do that. So well, definitely make sure you get your hepatitis shots. Definitely. And um, what, what was the other thing? don't be afraid to ask the person you're going to have sex with what their HIV status is. Absolutely. Ask, the, it, ask them about the HIV. Say, are you clean? What's your status overall? It's okay to well, ask that. Let's not call yeah. it clean because that would make it sound like if you have a disease that you're dirty. dirty. Which is not really true. Okay, fair. Um but uh, what I would say is don't be afraid to just talk about, you know. About, right, just absolutely. about diseases. Because I had somebody who was very straightforward, you know, about their HIV status, and I appreciated it. Now, if you are going to own your shit, then you should assume that everybody is positive, and you should never play any other way. Right. But if you don't, yes. then you need to take responsibility for your actions and realize that if you don't play safe, then whatever happens is your fault. You know, it's on you. And gosh, that's really a downer. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, if, if everybody talks about it more often, I mean, I feel like it's kind of been pushed down in the community the last few years. It seemed like when I first came out, everybody could talk about it. And it seems like over the years, it's gotten more yeah. played down, and nobody wants to talk about it anymore. Nobody does. And what I else just, has become more popular? Barebacking. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think that Which, I think it's kind of a West Coast thing, honestly. Because on the West Coast, I mean, it's just like it doesn't. 
on the East Coast, when I've hooked up on the East Coast, it's like you got to have it in your hand before you're even, you know, knocking on the door or getting your door knocked on. It's like it's already on the bed waiting to be put on. Like on the West Coast, I've found that it's like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe we'll get around to that, you know, but feel free to, you know, knock about a bit before, you know. So, I mean, that's just my experience, so, hmm. you know. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. Nobody else wants to talk about it. That's okay. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I, I, having lived on the East Coast for years yeah. and years and years and then moved here, I definitely <clears throat> felt the same thing. I guess okay. we're a little more laid back about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you yeah. from a newbie perspective in your first bear run? Well, yeah, I've also only been to one bear run. That was TBRU last year. And you went out in a big way. And I certainly did. But that's also, let's take that, that that was uh, in March, right? Isn't JP had only been out of his bear cave for about four months. Yeah, not even that, three and a half months, basically. So I'm still getting used to the bear community and getting used to bears and the whole, you know, bear concept and stuff. And, yeah, the the first first bear run I go to and the first night we go out to the Eagle and, you know, five minutes after being in the Eagle and I'm <laughs> into a bear contest. <laughs> and I'm up there on the stage with my shirt off with a bunch of other bears from all around the country and, and stuff. And no, I didn't. I win. still hate myself for missing that. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, yeah, I, I would um, I would actually agree with what Hadrian said: is just go and do and have fun, be safe, be sane. Um, that's it. And if you can do like JP did and be surrounded by people who want to get you laid, <laughs> yeah, actively work <laughs> to do so because that helped. Yes, that definitely helped. Well, again, and also, yeah, again, that's another point too: is I'm you know actually a little bit shy when it comes to large groups of people. Yeah. So it was nice having people you know pushing me forward to try to get me laid. Yeah, you went, you went there with, like, 25 wingmen, basically. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, JP, very... I know this is your first bear run, but we're going to get you laid. <laughs> and they did. So, yes. yeah, that was good. You, how how'd you do in the contest, just out of curiosity? Um, <clears throat> I did not win, um, but I did not lose. In JP's defense, the guy who won was, like, fucking bear he's, he's uber guy. bear and every every contest he gets in, he's yeah. into he, he was he's like Smokey the Bear human form yeah who is he? Um, he's, a, he's a friend of Todd's he's, he's a friend of Todd's I can't remember his name though He's you probably recognize like him Peter he's definitely a familiar you know, he's from anything, New Orleans I think. if anything okay. his getting on the stage was like shenanigans it's like dude give some brothers a chance you know nice. <laughs> he got up there and it's just like bear registered trademark you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I will say this though he was a really so, cool I mean, guy did you oh yeah I've heard <laughs> he I've, was he was he was fun because as we're on stage, right. you know, we're talking to each other while the drag queen's walking around and she's doing right. stuff. And at one point, he's like, "Okay, on the count of three, we're going to turn around and moon the bar." I'm yeah. like, "Okay, cool." So I mean, it was his idea. Then we turn around, we both drop trow, we moon the bar, and goes, "What?" Yeah. The crazy stuff. But, well, the whole thing um, is that he, he hangs with Todd, and Todd only kind of hangs with people who are not yeah. assholes. So, um, so when did you? I mean, did you place like second, third? Fourth honorable mention. What did you get? Did they even have places for that? No, they really it, was just it was just like this guy won. Wow, yeah, done. Yeah, okay. It, was, okay. it, it wasn't was like an official. It wasn't like the. It wasn't like the yeah. bear contest. No, it wasn't like a sash or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just it was a formal. You know, just you know, who's, but like hand bear. over the head. My own, yeah, my own judging. It. Looking at who was on that stage in the That's photos, it. I would say JP was a solid second. Oh, thank you for the representative bears. Well, I would so. go, uh, you know, in terms of my own bear tips and tricks, because I've, I've done IBR, I've done uh, Bear Bust, I've done TBRU, I've done Lazy Bear a bunch, and I've done uh, Southern Decadence. And 
I would go along with Hadrian. It's basically just like, you know, if you can, go with your friends. I think it's really important to go with your friends um, if you're a shy person. Because being with your friends is going to kind of help you. It's going to make you feel like you're not on the outside looking in. You know, at the same time, if you go with friends like I have, they're going to push you to do to get away from them too, and to have your own fun <laughs> and that kind of thing. And now, if you're a lone wolf and you're just all about the hunt and you're all about getting there and having late and having your own unique experience, then yeah, you know, go be the unknown. You know, but I know a lot of guys they go and they're really they're shy. A lot of times you hear people say, I had a horrible time. Nobody came up and said hello to me. Nobody likes me. Nobody this and that. Okay, well, here's the deal. If you go to a bear run, you are responsible for your own happiness. Do not put the onus on your fellow bear run people. Because, yeah, there are people like Mike Yeda. There are people like a lot of members of the Dallas Bears organization who will come up and say hello yeah. and welcome you and, and be gregarious and all of that. that. That can happen, but don't expect it to. Right. You know, you're doing yourself a disservice. And at the same time, if you see a group of like four or five people all talking together and clearly in their own zone, don't jump in and start bouncing around in the middle and say, look at me, guys. Here I am. <laughs> you know, it, it's social graces. You know, you yeah. gotta, if you don't know what social graces are, then you need to sort of find out and establish them. <laughs> and you can, and you, you go to the Lone Star and practice, you know, say hello to people, hit on people, but don't, you know, but do so using your noggin a little bit. I mean, yeah. this is the most uncomfortable situations I've been at Bear Runs generally have to do with somebody forcing themselves into a conversation, and then they don't always necessarily get the welcome that they're looking for, and then, of course, those are the people that turn around and say, well, those fucking A-list bears are so... They're such assholes. They don't have time for anybody but themselves, and this and that. It's like, well, no, you don't know how to introduce yourself into a conversation. <laughs> you don't know how to actually interact with right. human beings in a normal way, and you should go and work on that and then come back and try again. You know, I, and, and maybe that sounds a little elitist. I don't know. I just know that it took me a long time before I was comfortable talking to people, like just one-on-one, -on -one, like going up and talking to people. And one of the things that helped was that every year I had a couple of more friends, you know, or I knew, you know, I kind of like fucked my way into feeling comfortable. You know? <laughs> nice. like, it's like, you know, like the first year at Lazy Bear, I didn't know anybody. Well, but I had sex twice. So next year I went back, I knew two people, you know. And like, <laughs> I did, hey, you know, it's funny, Excellent. but it's it's true, you know. And now yeah. I know tons of people. Well, I've been having lots well, of sex. But, <laughs> but, but also consider the fact that, you know, you're a bartender on time. So you, and you said, said that that's helped you get oh, more comfortable around enormously. people and stuff. Bartending so. I think was the best thing I ever did to kind of help me yeah. at, be at ease with people. Yeah. Um, but for again, for the bear run, uh, basically what I'm saying is own your own happiness. Yeah. You know, uh, don't don't put it on other people. I will definitely say for the down times, the, the times that we weren't out at the bars and, and with the groups and stuff, the group of friends I was with really, really helped make it an awesome time. Yeah. You know, and we went and did stuff like we went to the museum and then we went to go uh, to the grassy knoll and all that other kind of those kinds of trips. So, yeah, like breaking away yeah. from the whole yeah. from the intenseness of these, especially yeah. IBR. IBR is crazy. Mm -hmm. There are so many people there and there are mm -hmm. so many events yeah. to do. I mean, if you want, you can make it a total sexy McSesterstein weekend. <laughs> you can go, you know, they have the um, is it, is, what's the name of the bathhouse there? Steamworks. They have like Which one. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> they have like a bear event with a bus that will take you right to the bathhouse and wow. they have a DJ. Yep. and they have snacks and you can stay all day and you know so they have they can, you can make the weekend all about sex you can make the weekend all about you know day trips and, and things like that so it's kind of right. like you know what yeah. you make of it but, yeah uh, they do like the Garadelli factory and yeah. the teddy bear factory or something like oh, that wow. and some other stuff yeah. I mean most of the people so I know lots of stuff they don't even register for the event. They just go because it's like a big furry high school reunion, you know, basically. Mm -hmm. You're just seeing yeah. all your friends from all over the place and reconnecting with people. And, you know, maybe having sex. 
But, uh, oh, you know, there's one of the things I want to say, just to wrap oh, yeah. up that whole thing, yeah. was my most unhappy bear event ever, my most miserable time at a bear event was at a uh, Lazy Bear, and it was because I was so obsessed with getting laid. Because hmm. I just, I felt like, oh, I'm going to go to this bear event, and I'm going to get laid, I'm going to have, like, double digits, and I'm going to stick my dick <laughs> in all this stuff, and I'm going to get fucked, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, you know. And that's, like, the worst mentality to have. I mean, I guess, you know, at least for me it was, because I'm also very kind of choosy, too, you know, and, God, it's just so easy to chase around a person all weekend, and, like, if that person's not giving you, you know, it's like, basically what I'm saying is, if you, ask, ask for, if you have to ask for something twice, it's not worth getting. If you put yourself out there with a person and it's not working, move on. If you're looking to get laid, <laughs> don't hang your star on one individual, you know? Well, that's good advice for not just uh, Bear Run, but for yeah. anything in general. Well, I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah, that holds true But for the Bear Run. It's just, you know, go and have fun. Make sure the fun is the first part because the lay part will probably come of its own accord. Just, you know, so to speak. don't frantically scrape and scratch trying to get laid. <laughs> I, I run into that. If someone comes up to me at a bear event or anywhere in general and they just, it's obvious they want me for sex and that's all they want me for, I am instantly wall up. Okay, you yeah. know, shields up, it's time for you to go kind of thing. But if someone comes up to me and they're having a good time and I'm having a good time, then I'm like, well, let's see if they do splashy, splashy, and I'll do splashy, splashy back. <laughs> yeah. I well, love the Eddie Azard <laughs> reference there. Because I that's the whole that. thing. It's like... If it's you're more in the, subtle. If you're in the right frame of mind and the person is bringing this really fun, on, like, like awesome, energy, open vibe. Just yeah. the energy to you. The yeah. right guy could walk up to me and say, do you want to go up to my room and fuck? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. let's go. But <laughs> if you come with like the, wrong, like the wrong energy or the wrong vibe and you say the same thing and you know, it's not there, then I'll be like, well, no, but you know, thanks. So <laughs> yeah. I guess it's another strategy, too. You could just start going up to people and asking if they want to fuck. Eventually, somebody will yes. say yes. Odds, odds <laughs> yes. Somebody, somebody there is desperate. And now, it might not be somebody that you actually want to have sex yes. with, but no. they'll say yes. Your self-esteem will be in the toilet, and you'll be sort of the, the joke of the run, but you will get laid. <laughs> you know, I'll also turn that around a little bit. I mean, I, I've gone to a bear event sometimes where I've just been like, I don't know, for some reason I was being approved that weekend, and somebody would come up to me and says, hey, me and a group of guys, we're all going to go up to the room, and we're all going to have a good time. Do you want to go? And it's been like six or seven guys, and I've been moderately attracted to them, and for some reason I was like, no. That's a lot. It's a big undertaking. And I've done that a few times, just because I didn't want to for some miscellaneous reason. I was being approved because I was younger and stupider. But I kicked myself, because they, they probably went up there and had the best time, and I know some of yeah. them did go up there and have the greatest time, and it was, it was wonderful, and I kind of wish I'd been there. So if somebody offers something and it's just one of those kind of once in a blue moon, even though it's happening a bunch of times, blue moon opportunities, <laughs> go for it. I mean, that's another idea, too. I mean, be open-minded, but, you know, be picky. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to say that if you are one of those groups of six or seven guys and you are looking for a seventh <laughs> or an eighth and I'm at the event, you can ask me. A lot of people seem like they don't ask me to take part in these little mini bear orgies. I will do that. I am not a prude. You know, I, well, I'm going to want to, you know, take a look at who's involved first because I am, you know. Um, hey, you want to do this orgy? Can I see the catalog first? I want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might be picky, but I'm not a prude. Well, yeah. in a group situation, I'm not as picky because it's more about like the whole you have thing. options. It's the fun part. Yeah. So again, and the those of you rights. who are uh, putting together the orgies, just remember, I, I'm available. I, I okay. like those kind of things. And on that note, <laughs> we're at an hour. Are we? Yes, okay. we are so, time. So no nudity this time. So. No nudity and no nipples. We will be talking about nudity in another episode. Yes. Excellent. Well, then we can go... Um, okay. So, uh, are you going to cut that part out? So what? what the part? No nudity and no nipples. Oh, yeah. That's why you said time out. 
Oh, are we still talking? We're still talking. Live? Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking like because <laughs> you say time out, and I think that means we're no, not no. I didn't say time. Anymore. I said we're at time. It's oh, an hour. Oops. Well, now I guess I'm gonna. Now we just have a big fucking behind the behind the music moment there. <laughs> no. That's cool. You can uh, leave it in. Just another example of Brian not knowing what the fuck's going on. <laughs> okay. So, well, then we should get into tugs. tugs. Okay. Do you so. have any tugs, Brian? Oh, okay, I will start. That's good. Um, I do have tugs, and they're lengthy discussion tugs. Yay. Ooh, now we can be an hour and 20 minutes, JP. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> my first uh, tug is to my friend James. Uh, this is a special tug because James was pretty much my best friend in college, and he recently sent me a note on Facebook and said that he was really digging the podcast. And James is a heterosexual male with a wife and, you know, the children and stuff. So it was really cool to hear that James was listening and getting a kick out of That's things. Awesome. And yeah. Especially since I don't even really think I ever really officially came out to James <laughs> or his wife. So, or to anybody that I went to college with, more or less. So, <laughs> so now's your chance. Facebook is my big coming out party. And, and for a lot of people, for like all the people I went to high school with and people I went to college with, I never really went back and said, oh, by the way, I was gay the whole time. So it was really cool to get a note from him um, specifically saying that he dug it. So, and he also expected a tug, so I wanted to make sure I came through and gave him one. <laughs> so tugs to James. Um, can, can you do a platonic non-sexual tug? Yeah, um, yeah. This is totally a bro, a bro tug. And the special thing about James is people who hang out with me like a lot of like the fuck that shit and like a lot of the terms and the slang I use was completely developed in high school and it was completely developed with James. So I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of my shit is comes right from James. Um, okay, and so my other tug goes to Mike, uh, who's currently living in Utah, but he's from SoCal originally. He sent um, an email our way uh, recommending an artist called Norwegian Recycling, which apparently is like a mashup type deal that he was saying was really awesome. Mike, I haven't actually had a chance to check these guys out, but I wanted to give you a tug just for writing into us and uh, specifically recommending music to me. So that's cool. I'm always like into getting turned on to new shit. So I will check that out. Um, thanks. And... Uh, another tug to Geoff, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Pyro Jeff, you know, from LiveJournal. Uh, Pyro is going to be at IBR this weekend, and he actually thought I was going to be, too, uh, but I'm not. <laughs> so uh, a big tug to him, and a big tug to everybody going to IBR this weekend. I really wish I could be there. Um, I know that I'm going to regret not going, but oh well. What yeah. can you do? Um, I'll hopefully see a lot of you IBR folk at uh, Coachella, which isn't too far away, because um, that is where I'm going to spend money. Um, so tugs all the IBR guys a big tug and I think it's uh, a group tug a group consensus on the yep, tug I think to, this will uh, be a group tug to Roblet uh, and Yay. congratulations Yay. for graduating from the nursing yes. program we are super proud I mean when I met Rob he was like the like you know, cublet, cubby, cub, cub, like <laughs> cubby is cub and cover stand, you know, and uh, to see him just mature and grow up and, you know, he can grow a full beard now. I mean, it's great. He's, just, <laughs> he's grown up right in front of my eyes. So it's it really special. And I'm, I'm actually really happy now because he can hang out with us more because now yeah, once yeah, he passes yeah, his boards, he can kind of relax a little full, bit. Yeah, 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 so we yeah. can see him yeah, yeah. now and again. Um, and my last tug is another Facebook tug. It's another old uh, catch-up tug. Um, there's a family that grew up with me when I was, uh, before I even moved to Bakersfield, when I was like between the ages of zero and four. And they were close friends with my family, and their daughters, uh, Susie and Julie, were super good friends with me and my sister. And when we moved away, we didn't see them again until I was like in my teens, and I saw them like once. They came over and hung out at our apartment, and the four of us immediately reconnected. It was like we were best friends, and it was just really cool. We were like, wow, why don't we hang out all the time? And then we never saw them again. And now I've just run into them on Facebook, and 
Susie, who is my age, works for a freaking Cartoon Network, and she directs music oh. videos for really amazing oh bands that I love. Oh, cool. And she lives in L.A., and she's just, like, this totally cool chick. And I'm like, it's so weird, because we, we grew up in the same pipeline, basically, you know? And then Julie is, you know, well, not a huge surprise, but she's actually lesbian, and she's married, living in San Francisco. Good for and her. she's like super cool looking, and it's just like we've been messaging back and forth on Facebook, and we're like, we need to have like a freaking reunion. It's just one of those things. Like, I probably only spent maybe, you know, fifteen days with these people, <laughs> my, you know, or even like there's probably only like eight hours of memory that I can recollect with them. But there's such a connection there. That's so awesome. it was just great to like. Re- I mean. I was talking shit about Facebook initially, but I am sort of becoming a Facebook disciple for those very specific reasons, um, for those connections. So there's my 20-minute tugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, I have a tug going out to Brian in Vancouver. Um, He's a recent listener. Um, He's enjoying the show. Um, He is actually on Twitter. He's iMoose. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good oh, too. I've seen that handle, but I don't think yes. I have. Yeah, one he's um, he's also a fellow Superman freak. Yay! Yeah. So um, so we've been we've been talking on um, Twitter and stuff like that. But he actually um, somebody twittered about the podcast. It wasn't actually me, and he was like, "What's that?" And so when we started talking, and he's on board now. So we wanted to give a, a tug out to him. And hey. so what's his first name? Welcome to the same. Brian. Brian. Okay, Brian, here's your job. you got to tell at least five to ten people about the podcast in the oh. next week. That's the price for getting a tug. <laughs> oh, do you know that he's spelled with a Y or an I? Um, I? It's I. Okay, good. Yeah. He's acceptable. <laughs> Never trust a Brian. He spells it with a Y. I'm just saying. Or an O. What? Well, that's just odd. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. What about you? Wow. Do you have God. tugs? I get tugs? You get to give tugs. Yeah, tugs. of course. I didn't come prepared, so I don't know. Um, There's got to be somebody in your life right now you'd like to give a tug. I have tugs. a few people. I mean, I'd, I'd like to give a tug out to Craig Burns. He's the uh, inventor of the Bear Flag, by chance. And I'll be rooming with him at IBR. He and I have been friends for about 10 years now. Awesome. And he helped, wow. me get, he helped me a long time ago. He helped me get through some of my aforementioned daddy issues. He helped me recognize and understand and that sort of thing. And he's always been That's very cool. supportive. And he's always been a great help. In addition to being one of the fathers of the bear community of sorts, he's, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a wonderful man. And I'm looking forward to hanging out with him. Yeah. And, um, he, you know. You'll have to say hello for me. He's a great guy. I can remember meeting him at my first IBR. I went into the vendor mall. And he's like, hi, I'm Craig Burns. I'm the inventor of the bear flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's his line. That sounds yeah, like him. Yeah. So, yeah. And you say hi from Brian. So. Will do. Absolutely. Yeah. And I also want to give a shout out to um, Stephen Pugh. He goes, it's ST Cub on Bear Flag 11. He's a great guy. And I'll be looking forward to hanging out with him a little bit at IBR. But we'll, be, we'll both be busy doing our own things. But I'm sure we'll cross paths at some point. Ooh. And lastly, I want to give a tag out to um, former Cub. Josh, um, he's a friend of mine who just moved here from Atlanta. He's, he's uh, not a cub anymore. He's uh, he's he's he you know he's he's uh, he's doing some law enforcement stuff, and he's oh. lost a little bit of weight, and he's uh, he's more muscly now. But he's he's trying to bulk it up some, so he's more of a muscle cub now. <laughs> but he's uh, he's he's still cute. He's still a great guy. And he's still kind of cubby. He's here. He's, yeah, he's, he's still cubby. Looking. He's here in San Diego, and he's having a good time. And I hope everybody gives him a warm welcome. Cool. Yeah, you got to send them out more often. I mean, I haven't really seen him. I'm trying to get him on. He, you know, I was when I first moved to town. Josh, I mean, sorry, Justin here, sorry. Justin got me into Twitter and Facebook and Socializer, and I was like, no, I don't want any more social social sites and that sort of crap. But he got me into them, and I'm doing the same thing with Josh now. I'm getting into <laughs> the, like, you need to sign up for Socializer, Twitter, Facebook, Flickr, MySpace. And these are the people you need to Bear follow. One, Bear City, <laughs> all these people. Sluggo Bear is Julie the Cruise Director. Exactly. Uh, That's <laughs> the hub and the bear. The first, okay, when you move to San Diego, the first thing you do is create a Socializer account and you friend Sluggo Bear. Everything else falls into place from that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the hub in the bear wheel of life. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and, I, and I guess I give a tug out to to uh, 
Mike Sluggo Bear as well because um, <laughs> I've, okay, I've we been have to start keeping I've, track of how many times because that's funny. I think he he's up to six. Every episode. That's <laughs> it. You know, he's I, the patron saint of San Diego Bear. Right? <laughs> I've, I've, I've just moved. I've been in San Diego for eight months now, and if it weren't for him and you guys, you guys have been awesome. Um, I wouldn't be nearly as comfortable in San Diego as I am. So, those are my mm-hmm. tugs. Cool. Yay. Yay. All right, well, um, I, only, I actually only have uh, two tugs, although sort of two tugs. Do you actually have two tugs? I, well, Do you no, literally have two tugs? I think actually it's more than two tugs. <laughs> because the tugs, the tugs are actually going to be we two. We give each other a hard time for using the word actually too actually. much. Actually. <laughs> because we say actually a lot. But <laughs> literally, <laughs> we give each other a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to give the tugs and out to... And we also to... always interrupt JP when he's doing his tugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, the, uh, all of our straight listeners, very much. Because we do. It turns out we have quite a few straight lists. Straight, so, straight but not narrow. Straight but not narrow, indeed. So uh, tugs, bro tugs, <laughs> to, uh, to all of our straight guys. And also a tug to Big John. And, and straight girls. And straight girls. Is there girls? some girls. Well, I'm not going to. I don't know how to tug a girl. I'm just on the boobies. I'm just on saying. The <laughs> yeah, it's a nipple tug. The, the clitoris. Nipple it's like a, like, no, we don't no, talk about. We don't. That's no, the name don't mention the c mentioned. word. Is that getting bleeped? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should totally. You should totally bleep that. All right. The other one is to uh, Red John. Oh my God! That's it's right. his birthday. You know, so I made birthday, a note John. to myself. Wow! Today, wow. I know he's my non-sexual <laughs> life partner, and I even I think didn't I tug him last week, or maybe I mentioned that I would tug him. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it is, it's actually John's birthday today. Yeah. Oh. Yes, today. Oh. It is Oops. today. So, so, well, happy birthday, John! Very happy birthday, tug, tug. John! Happy birthday to tug. All right, and that's it. So. That was your second part of the Right. You were doing your... Yeah. Anyway, we're going at the show. <laughs> Mix this sad puppy face. <laughs> no, that was my whatever face. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, this is JP. Are goodbye. you sure? I'm saying goodbye. Okay. Okay, and apparently JP is all that and a bag of so, chips, according to his t-shirt. Yeah, or whatever. Which was so Ricky Lake. <laughs> Ten years. Yeah, that, that was a really what? great shirt to have in 1982. Whatever. You know what? I ask, I, I'm wearing a red shirt that I wore for gay days at Disneyland, and I asked people, you know, a suggestion of what I should have on the shirt. Who suggested that? I think it should just say gay P. I mean, that's it. All right. Okay. Next year. <laughs> next year. Maybe next P. year I'll, I'll just wear a plain red shirt. So no, anyway. Just be gay and then a P. Because <laughs> he's gay. Okay, I'm sorry. Gay. Yeah, whatever. No, I'm so I'm let's try that. Let's try that again. So <laughs> Which part? Oh, the the goodbyes. goodbyes. All right, go ahead. So this is JP. Goodbye, Goodbye JP. JP. Oh, he doesn't know. Okay. I should know that. What happens is he says his name and then we all say goodbye. So you're going to be next. You have to be ready. <laughs> this is JP. Goodbye, JP. Goodbye, JP. Goodbye, JP. What? Now it's just. <laughs> no, you I'm that. sorry, I don't know how this works. Are you say, go ahead. No, no, no. It's no, 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 no. You have to get it all the way around. I'm, I'm very OCD about that. <laughs> so, this is JP. Goodbye, Goodbye JP. JP. And this is Hadrian. Goodbye, Goodbye Adrian. This is Justin. Goodbye, Goodbye Justin. Justin. <laughs> this is Brian. Goodbye, Hi, Brian. Brian. Uh, you fucked my name up. I did. <laughs> so the, bur- the third burp. Yeah, me I know. I come from trees. Um, so thanks again to Hadrian for uh, stepping up because hey, Dave, yes. Dave called an hour before the show. And like, <laughs> so uh, which yeah, so that was cool. It was nice having you here, and we're gonna bring you back because there's other things we want to talk about with yeah. you. Can't imagine what you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it involves penis. If anybody's ever been on that, well, never mind. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it, but Hadrian will reappear in the future episode. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. Okay. Thank you very much.